It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. you have a lab coat that has some blood on it. And at this point, the decision was made, you know what, we better lock down the building, um, stop everybody from coming in and out, and let's start treating this as a crime scene. Earlier this week, I spoke with retired New Haven Police Lieutenant Lisa Daddio about her work investigating the murder of Annie Lay, a graduate student at Yale University. Annie disappeared just days before she was to be wed to her college sweetheart, sending shockwaves not only through the Yale campus, but throughout the nation as well. Tragically, Annie's body was found the day she was to be married. However, just nine days after her disappearance, the New Haven Police Department was able to swiftly arrest Yale lab technician Raymond Clark III for Annie's murder. It's a story that showcases the incredible work and capabilities of various agencies coming together. Be sure to go back and listen if you haven't done so already. So without giving too much away about the story, tell us who Annie Lay was. She was such a bright individual with such an incredible future. And I think what has struck the nation, frankly, at the time, and certainly me listening to this story, is just what an amazingly hardworking and bright individual she was, that there was really this huge future ahead of her in the medicinal field and in pharmaceuticals. Um, she worked in biology, all those things that that are hard for me to understand. But really what you just have to understand is that she had been the recipient of all of these different grants and had worked through high school and college and was now in this graduate program with her fiance by her side and really such a bright horizon in the medical field. There would have been no end to what she could have accomplished with her passions in that medical field. Yeah, it sounds like Annie had everything going for her, only for it to all be taken away from her and her family and her fiance. She was just 24. What stood out to you about this case? How quickly a bright life with such a bright future can be snuffed out and how tragic it is when something like that occurs. And you were talking about the coordination between the Yale University Police, the New Haven Police Department, even the FBI. They were all involved in this investigation. And it sounds like they were working well together, which we don't always hear about when we're talking about these cases and the investigations. What stood out to you? Right. Such a collaboration between these various agencies. And I know that the former detective Lisa Daddio was proud of that, as she should be, especially for those of us who track these stories. They're so horrifying when someone goes missing and is eventually found dead. And to know that all of the efforts of law enforcement, federal and state and campus worked so seamlessly. It was a success story in terms of that. And if only to eventually bring closure to Annie Lay's family. And Gianna, let us know who you have on this week. The name Madeline McCann is back in the headlines in the last couple of weeks. It's a disappearance that happened 16 years ago, but we're talking about it once again. And I'm talking to Fox correspondent Greg Palcott, who's been covering the case and provides some really amazing insight into the case and the updates. It's a great interview, and you don't want to miss it. Precise, personal, powerful. It's America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Get Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's a case that garnered international attention for 16 years. The night of May 3rd, 2007, British three-year-old Madeleine McCann went missing while on a family vacation in Portugal. The McCann family had planned a relaxing trip to the Ocean Club Resort where they hoped to enjoy the beautiful beaches of Praia de Luz, decorated with palm trees and white sands. On the night of her disappearance, Madeline's parents left her alone in her room, along with her two younger siblings, as they went to dine at a nearby restaurant with friends. The group of adults had developed a rotational system in which every 30 minutes, each parent would take turns walking back and checking in on all the kids. But around 10 p.m. that night, Madeline's mother, Kate McCann, returned to the room only to realize Madeline had vanished. Madeline's mysterious abduction sparked a media frenzy all across the globe. Now, 16 years later, the case is making headlines yet again. Last week, British, German and Portuguese authorities concluded a search near a reservoir in Algarve, Portugal. The search resulted in the acquisition of items that could potentially be linked to Madeline's disappearance. Joining me today with the latest updates on the search for Madeline is Fox News London-based senior foreign affairs correspondent Greg Palcott. So, Greg, thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. Now, the name Madeline McCann is back in the headlines 16 years after the little girl's disappearance. And, you know, it's a name that anyone that's likely a millennial or older remembers from the original search. But before we get to why we're talking about the case today and why it's back in the spotlight, let's start back in Portugal in 2007 when this tragedy first happened Set the scene for us. Yeah, it was a huge story back then, uh, Deanna. Uh, you had uh, Madeline McCann and her her, her twin uh, siblings. Uh, they were uh, sleeping in a uh, in a apartment room in uh, in Portugal. Uh, their parents were um, having some social activities with other friends uh, in a nearby restaurant. Uh, they checked in uh, at uh, 9 o'clock, everything was fine. They checked in at 10 and Madeleine McCann was missing. And all of a sudden, this young, very, very pretty girl, three, girl, three years old going on four, uh, became the center of a mammoth, mammoth manhunt. Uh, every single leaf that could be turned over was. And uh, these parents, uh, a lot of uh, sympathy going out to them. That their uh, that their young uh, daughter was was missing uh, at the center of attention. Uh, some questions about whether they the uh, children should have been left alone were of course raised, and that added a little bit of controversy to, to the whole matter. But uh, really, uh, all of Portugal, all of Europe, in fact, all the world was on the edge of their seats trying to figure out this uh, mystery, which to this day is not solved. Anna. And it's been 16 years, and now it's involving German investigators, British investigators, Portuguese investigators. So Madeline was British, and it took place in Portugal. But why are the German investigators involved in this? Yeah, this is the latest development, uh, really, in the past couple of years. Three years ago, uh, uh, German uh, police authorities uh, said they knew who did it, uh, a guy named uh, Christian Bruckner. Uh, he was in prison at the time uh, for uh, a rape charge against a, a senior citizen. He had a history, uh, among other crimes, of uh, child abuse, and he was uh, in the area, and uh, there were clues pointing uh, to him being the person behind, uh, first, the kidnapping of Madeleine McCann, and then they were, the German authorities were sure that he had actually 
killed Madeleine McCann. The uh, Portuguese authorities uh, got onto the track too, and they uh, backed up what uh, the Germans were saying. The British, of course, very interested. Of course, McCann's in incredibly interested, but some critical evidence just was not there to make an absolutely 100% solid case uh, against this guy. And, and that's where we are today with uh, some interesting new developments. So tell us about those developments. The name is back in the headlines. The search is back in the headlines. And I'm a millennial, so I remember being a little kid and seeing the picture of little Madeline when she first disappeared. There hasn't been any solution to this, and now the name is back. So what is the latest on where things stand? Exactly. Uh, all of a sudden, last week, there was a new search, a new search around a, a recreational area around a reservoir about 30 miles away from uh, where Madeleine can uh, went uh, missing in uh, southern Portugal. And uh, you had a German uh, police assisted by Portuguese authorities, watched by Scotland Yard officials, uh, combing over one specific area of the bank of the, of, of the, of the reservoir. Again, uh, an area where people would camp, would, uh, would uh, relax. And it turned out that this was an area that was frequented by this, uh, the German suspect, Christian, Christian Bruckner. And uh, the German police said they weren't specific, but they said they had tips, they had clues, they, they had uh, a guidance uh, bringing them there. And it looked like either they were looking, well, for, for the worst, that, that is, uh, the, the body of Madeleine McCann, so somehow maybe buried in this area, or evidence of the crime. There has been a lot of speculation, Deanna, about, about exactly what. There have been several reports that uh, a family found a kind of a, a, sh a weird shrine to Madeleine McCann erected there uh, just uh, just after she went missing back in, in 2007, and with, with a bunch of rocks pointing to one area. And In fact, that's what uh, they were looking at, the German authorities. They, they dug up a lot of dirt, took away a lot of dirt, but the search ended last Thursday uh, with, the, the, uh, with the idea that they would be examining this soil to maybe come up with some kind of DNA evidence that, that might bring them closer to, uh, to solving this, this mystery, Deanna. And I remember reading about the uh, shrine that these people said that they found, and they said, oh, we reported it, we sent in pictures, but no one was really taken as seriously until we started talking to the German investigators. Is that the case? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's been a lot of criticism, a lot of skepticism about how well the Portuguese authorities did their search. I find that kind of hard to believe because you've got Scotland Yard down there too, right from the very beginning, and they'd be watching it. But but the suspicion was that that the Portuguese authorities had bobbled the case, and now the Germans were stepping in again with the back of the Scotland Yard to try to solve it. The latest information we're getting just in the last couple of days is the uh, the German authorities went through something like eight thousand pictures that presumably he, he uh, Bruckner kept and maybe maybe on a computer or, or two. And uh, they are now not only thinking about that area by the reservoir, but uh, two other spots that they're sort of geolocating that, that perhaps he was at, perhaps, well, who knows, perhaps he, 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 he put Madeleine McCann to, to rest it in a location. But uh, there is new information and new stories just just out now about uh, possibly new leads, but but definitely no uh, no no sure answer yet. We're going to take a quick break. More of the Fox True Crime podcast after this. Do we know if the search in the dam last week that they started, did they uncover anything groundbreaking that we know of? 
the 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 source reported reporting information is that no, it wasn't groundbreaking. However, they took away uh, large amounts of uh, at least soil, which according to some uh, reporting, they'll, they'll be bringing back to their laboratory in, uh, in Germany, and they will be examining that. But it, it's, it sounds like if, if they're also looking in new directions with some new photographs, that there, there apparently wasn't a breakthrough there yet. And uh, of course, big disappointment for everybody, uh, uh, most, most assuredly, the, the McCann family. And Christian Bruckner's denied all of this, right? Yes, absolutely. We we should note that he, his lawyer, says they they didn't do it. Uh, he he's a shady character. I mean, he's 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 again in jail for a one sex crime. He's been uh, uh, convicted of other sexual abuse as well as a range of uh, different other crimes: uh, drug running, uh, theft of uh, fuel, y- you name it. So he's he's not a uh, not a nice person. Forty five years old, uh, but he claims. He's not a child killer, he, and that's what his lawyer says too. And it's been three years, and the authorities still don't have it. But who knows? You know, things get more and more sophisticated and uh, trying to run down these crimes. And uh, maybe you know, 16 years on, the technology is better to try to to try to uh, pinpoint uh, who who was the person behind the disappearance, Diana. And it's been 16 years, and still, it's such a story that. So many people are interested in why do you think this case has garnered so much media attention all these years later and along the 16 year span? I think it just touches uh, everybody's sort of heartstrings. I mean, the, that that picture uh, the, of uh, the almost four year old Madeleine McCann is just uh, something you can't uh, you can't forget. And uh, and uh, for every parent out there who would put themselves in the position of the McCanns, they've got to be uh, they've got to relate to that. Uh, and the fact that there's been so much attention and so much work and so much police activity, uh, you know, across the entire continent of Europe and still not coming out up with the answer. Well, that that makes it a uh, very intriguing, uh, albeit sad, uh, mystery to, to be solved. And uh, I think that's why it still gets the attention that it does right now. All right. Thank you, Greg, so much for joining us. And if we do get any more developments I hope to speak to you again. Absolutely. We hope so. To hear more stories like this, you can listen to our past episodes on the Fox True Crime Podcast. Go to foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts to listen and subscribe. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.